Well, happy Friday morning, everybody, and welcome into All Things Russell here on Laker Country 104.9. If you were listening in for uh, Jeff Hoover and Tony Kerr, you might be a little bit disappointed this morning, but I'm Zach Oaks, and I've got Derek Aaron with me, and we're going to try to fill in the best we can for Jeff and Tony. And uh, Derek, happy Friday morning to you, and it's uh, good to see you here this morning. Zach, good to see you. Good to be here, and uh, excited to get this show rolling this morning. Uh, we have County Treasurer Kim Fenske with us this morning. We'll be talking a little bit about uh, ARPA funding. And uh, Zach, you attended a fiscal court meeting earlier this week where uh, that became a, an issue. Yeah, um, fiscal court meeting on Monday. Uh, the magistrates voted unanimously to use uh, those ARPA funds, the American Rescue Plan Act, which was uh, passed last year by the uh, Biden administration. Uh, those funds can be used for a variety of things, and uh, one of the things they can be used for is uh, this premium pay for um, essential employees. And so uh, we brought we wanted to bring Kim Finsky in this morning. Kim, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Thanks for having me. So, Kim, you were at that fiscal court meeting just like I was, and uh, we just wanted, uh, you know, as, as the news came out that, uh, you know, the magistrates did vote to give uh, these this premium pay to um, you know, essential employees within that work for the county. Uh, there was there was some questions, and there people wanted to know how how they were doing this, how this worked, and uh, you know, quite frankly, you're more of an expert on it than Derek or I are. So uh, we just kind of wanted to bring you on to kind of talk a little bit about uh, what the American Rescue Plan Act funds are, how they can be used, and uh, all those kind of things. So if you want to start off, um, just tell us a little bit about what, I mean, what are these funds? What, uh, you know, why, why did the county receive them? And uh, just uh, give us some details about uh, what you all have received through that. Okay, no problem. Uh, the American Rescue Plan, we call it ARPA, for the American Rescue Plan Act, and it was um, an act that was enacted by the Biden administration to help counties and c- cities and lo- you know tribal communities, all basically the, all of the country, to help them kind of circumvent the uh, issues that we had through the pandemic of COVID. Um, the interim final rule came out back last year and was very very vague to be honest with you um it had a lot it was very restrictive on the uses for that and so um at what we decided as the county to do was to just kind of wait and see uh, there is a timeline that you can that these funds can be used so there was no rush we have uh to um december of 2026 to have all of the funds spent and by the time December 2024, they need to be obligated. So um, if you use the funds that, you know, so there's no rush to, to move forward with spending this money. So we decided to, to wait um, until the final rule came out. Uh, there was, again, we've worked with our partners at CACO and NACO, which is Kentucky Association, Association of Counties, and NACO, which is the National Association of Counties. And those were our advocates to go to the U.S. Treasury to, uh, when the interim rule came out, to try to find out, it's like, what the restrictions were, because it was extremely restrictive. It could only uh, be used at the the first ruling, or the first interim rule was for uh, water, sewage, broadband, um, or this essential pay. Those were the only things that we could be that could be used for. So it was very, very restrictive, and and uh, you know we we have you know we we got the money. Um, we got the they 
went out. We got the first payment in May uh, 19th, 2021. Um, first of all, let me go back, if, if I may. I don't, I don't yeah, know let's go ahead. You're asking about the, the specifics, but from what the county got, the county actually got their whole allocation was $3,481,333. Um, when the interim rule came out, we had to go to the U.S. Treasury portal um, and to sign up, basically, as a county so that we could actually receive the, the funds. Uh, that in itself was quite <laughs> quite strange. Um, I ended up having to give out my biometrics in order to actually get the funds on behalf for the county. Uh, once we did that, then the, we received our first payment, half, which was half of the total allotment, uh, we received in May 19th of 2021, $1,740,666.50. Um, once we did that, um, then we would expect the second half of that payment at about the same time this year. That being said, um, we set on the money just because the, there was the use of the funds was so restrictive so we waited and we just found out then that the final rule just came out last week actually and now the final rule has broadened a little bit more made it a little bit um a little bit easier uh, one of the things i actually failed to mention uh, on the first interim rule was loss of revenue there was a loss of revenue category in there but they the they had a formula that was extremely difficult to navigate um and so a lot of counties you know were not necessarily getting be able to use that loss of revenue category right. and the loss of revenue category if we were to able to use that then we would be able to use those funds for anything not necessarily the you know they in other words it could be come out of our general fund it could have gone for other things of for government services and not just the water broadband or sewage um so Does that help? <laughs> yeah. So when so when it so you know you said this final ruling it kind of opened things up a little bit more. Um, so it, now now what can those funds be used for? Well, the loss of revenue category was the big one because that actually uh, instead of using that formula, we were mm -hmm. able to they were going to allocate the first ten million dollars to be used for anything. For, I shouldn't say that. Let me step step back <laughs> for government services. Right. So anything right. to do with the county for government services. Right. That, so with our county only getting the $3.4 million, and I don't mean to say only, we are very appreciative <laughs> of that, um, that just means that so those monies now have been freed up to be able to do, uh, to use for other government services things. So um, let's go to the employee bonuses. You know, the fiscal court and magistrates uh, voted unanimously to give those bonuses $5,000 for uh, full-time employees, 2500 for part-time. It's a one-time bonus. Uh, how many full-time employees does the county have? How many part-time? And what's going to be the ultimate cost of that? How much is that going to cost to uh, uh, give out those bonuses? As of the last uh, payroll, um, I you know because it flex, it changes. Obviously, we have some turnover and stuff. Uh, we have 65 full-time employees and 29 part-time. Uh, that equates out to $325,000 for the 65 full-time and $72,500 for the part-time. So the total total amount that would be coming out of those ARPA funds would be $397,500. And um, you know. When the magistrates did approve this, there were some um, 
you know, there were some restrictions on who would get those. Um, you know, they, they had to be employed beginning, what was it, July 1st? July 1st of 2021. To December 31st. And then they still have they still have to be on county payroll, right? That is correct. So it, there are, you know, uh, I think Gary talked about, you know, there were some people who retired in that time span that ultimately were going to miss this payment. Yes. Uh, so how do, how does how are those employ how are those bonuses given out? Are they just put into the next payroll, or how how is that being given out? We will have to. Uh, well, first of all, we can't do anything until the magistrates till we get we do the resolutions. Right. So that's one one of the things that with the ARPA money um, we have a separate fund for that, uh, a separate bank account. Yes. Um, and so anything that we spend out of that, just because of all the restrictions with right. Treasury, we'll do a resolution to allocate those funds. But yes, they will go. We'll do a. Um, We'll draw those funds from that ARPA fund after the resolution is passed, and then we'll just process it. It will be a separate check that'll go through the pay, uh, the regular payroll processes. So all deductions will still be taken out of it, retirement, you know, um, your FICA and, yeah. and everything else. So it, be, it being these county employees, um, who, who all is included in that? Who all is, I mean, who all would be eligible for uh, these bonuses like, uh, some people may not know who is considered a county employee. Correct. Um, it's basically anyone who is working for the county uh, during that time frame and still employed. So uh, you have your road department, your recycle. First of all, let me say that's like the count. The elected officials are not eligible. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was, that was the, a que- so the, that was a question yes, that was received. So so, the, so elected officials in the county are not eligible no, for this. So your magistrates are not eligible. Any you know your jailer, your sheriff, your judge, your clerks. So none of them are, your county attorney, none of them are eligible for these funds. Okay. So it is only the, the personnel uh, mm-hmm. under, under all of those offices. Okay. Uh, but our sheriff's deputies, you know, the county clerk workers, uh, all the road recycle, um, dispatch, 911 dispatch employees, and the staff at the judge's office. Okay. I don't think I left anybody out. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, county attorney staff. So we talk about... Um, you know the way this money can be allocated and of course you know now it looks like if the as long as it gets approved next month that there will be funds allocated for these bonuses has have any of the other funds been allocated already what if uh, are there any other allocations that have been made out of those arpa funds there has been uh we've had discussions obviously and we haven't uh we've not done a resolution so these, these discussions so mm-hmm. we have um i think dual county was going to do a grant for uh internet um, and we are in, you know, working with them. We or will be working with them to uh, provide internet services to the JBS community. Uh, so they have out, you know, they've talked about providing around two hundred thousand dollars, allocating that for that. Um, we just at the Monday night meeting, uh, uh, Magistrate Garner alloc- wanted voted to allocate fifteen thousand dollars of those funds to the Sea Wooldridge Road Water Project. Uh, in conjunction working with the city of Russell Springs, I'm sorry, city of Jamestown. Um, and I believe that's all I can think of at the time, just those two. Um, again, nothing has been said. There's just been discussions of those are the, the ways that we know we could use. And the water projects, you know, there are several other water projects that are, have, we have been discussed at recent fiscal court meetings. So those things, 
you know, that they've talked about utilizing some of those funds to work with the city of Jamestown and to help to get, facilitate some of those water projects. But the, none of that is set in stone at this time. And Derek, um, I know, well, there's a, you know, you have some experience in, in, uh, in some of these water projects uh, from, work, from your time working for the Area Development District. There's a lot of water needs within the county. Oh, absolutely, uh, Zach. And I know that uh, the, uh, the numerous projects that are in the works, uh, you know, they are things that, that, that folks need to understand can't be done overnight. And, and I think that, uh, you know, a lot of folks uh, are, are needing things done uh, on the water and sewer side of things but uh, I guess patience will play a, a big key into that there's a lot that goes into that in terms of uh, environmental reviews dealing with the engineers and and all the uh, the paperwork and things that have permits to, yeah, yeah that, permits that, that, that play a role in that so uh, but definitely uh, it is something that is needed and I, I think it's a good good focus and a good uh, thing to focus this money on obviously yeah I'm, i was glad to see that water and sewer was going to be a huge uh, focus of these funds because especially down towards the krillsboro area and all that i know there's some uh i I'm, you know i personally know some people down in the krillsboro area who have been yeah. dealing with uh you know poor water quality for years and you know to me it's to, to me it's just amazing that we're in 2022 and there are people out there that still don't have access to clean drinking water oh, yeah. uh, and it it baffles me that we're at this point but here we are and um, you know i'm hopeful that a lot of these uh that these funds will be able to remedy a lot of these water projects and like you said kim you know there's some of them are already in the works and so yes. that's that's good to see um in terms of uh the ARP, well and two you just mentioned the internet for jabez right. um another area that's you know dramatically underserved by uh for for internet access for broadband really growing in terms of population and and people wanting to live there it really is yeah i I don't think people i don't think a lot of people realize how much of a destination the jabez area is becoming for people who are coming from out of town yeah um of course you have you know great access to lake cumberland there and um a, a small community there's plenty of land down there for people to build and all that but a lot of people have been moved into that area and uh it's just so it's so far out from you know where we are here in the here in the middle of the county right. uh you have to go out the parkway and yeah. go into pulaski county and i think you, i don't know how many county lines you cross to get down into jabez so that's something that so that's something that the county may be partnering with yes. duo county to do um kim what else uh uh, what else can you say about these ARPA funds? I mean, anything else that people ought to know? I mean, I think, uh, I think it's a it, it's something that you know when the story first came out, a lot of people didn't totally understand all that was going on, and I think one I think one thing you kind of touched on that was really good was how restrictive these funds are because, you know, you have a lot of people who work in healthcare, and you know they're saying, well, you know, why are we not getting this? And uh, you know, I, I get it. Uh, I understand as well. Yeah, because yes. uh, I mean, those people, those people have been on the front lines of it. I mean, I mean, heroes, no doubt. Absolutely. And you know, I'm sure we all wish we could give them all kinds of money. Yes. But from your standpoint, you're just not able to do that. That is correct, and it's. I mean, unfortunately, it's just it's a sad fact. And I mean, you know, my heart goes out to every one of them because they are, you know, they are our heroes. Uh, they are. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, I'm, 
uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe somewhere down the line, there's going to be some legislation or something that would provide, you know, extra funds for them. Uh, they absolutely deserve it. Uh, and so I, I think it was good for, I think it was good to have you on here to, you know, reiterate that the, the county just couldn't do that. By law, you cannot do that. Yes. Derek, uh, I, I know you've done some research on some of these uh, yeah, funds I mean, too. I, I just looked at uh, some surrounding counties to Russell County and, and what their total uh, ARPA funding that they will receive. Now this is uh, combined the first distribution and the second distribution. Of course, Russell County, uh, 3.4, a little over that. Uh, Adair County, uh, 3.7. Clinton County, uh, 1.9. Cumberland County, 1.2. Pulaski County, obviously, with that large population, uh, 12.6 million. Uh, Taylor County, uh, 5 million. Uh, Wayne County, 3.9 million. And Casey County, 3.1 million. So uh, a lot of funding coming to you know this region, mm -hmm. obviously. And uh, Kentucky County is receiving a direct allocation of 867.8 million total. That's statewide uh, in ARPA funding. Of course, the cities, Kentucky cities, receiving uh, you know a, a different amount. They received a combined 931 million. That's over a two-year period through the state, local, and fiscal uh, relief recovery fund, which is obviously part of the uh, the ARPA Act that was signed back in March 2021. And uh, you know this is giving these bonuses is not. You know, Russell County is not the first one to, to step out and do this. Pulaski County. That's a good point. Yeah, back in October, so that they were really quick to do this, uh, Kim, to pay employees who have worked during the pandemic a one-time uh, ARPA stipend of up to uh, $10,000 for full-time and $5,000 for part-time uh, county employees. Now, again, that was Pulaski County Fiscal Court back in October making that decision. Yeah, and um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Wayne County, did, uh, they did theirs a little bit differently. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Kim, but uh, they they gave, what was it, a $1 per hour? $1 per hour. For the next year, I yes. believe. Um, so that actually ends up probably being, what, around two, well, th two, 2000? 2080 is like, yeah. for, based on a 40 hour yeah. work week. So um, there's a lot of different ways these counties are doing this. Russell County, of course, isn't the first county to do this. Adair County did something similar. Um, uh, trying to think, I believe uh, those are the only ones I can think of right around the area. Yeah, Franklin County did it as well. I think theirs was very similar to ours, but in a, the, they put a different amount in it. I think theirs was $2,600 and $1,300. So this isn't a Russell County specific thing. No, um, and this, a, lot of, a lot of counties have decided to do this. And, and you know, I mean, for the, for these county employees, I mean, a lot of them did. They worked, they worked throughout the pandemic and, uh, you know, they showed up to work every day providing essential services. I mean, you look at, you look at the road department, you look at uh, people who worked at recycling, uh, you know, like the county clerk's office, people still had to come in and pay car taxes exactly. and all, all those kind of things. So they couldn't just, you couldn't just shut those offices down. That is exactly right. And I mean, and they're out there dealing with the public and, you know, you know, they're just, you, you, ha you cannot shut down those services. So you're interacting with the general public every day, um, both all of those departments. So, I mean, so 
you know, they, the magistrates really felt that they were deserving. So uh, something I just thought of, Kim. I know, like, at, like at the county clerk's office, I know they put up a lot of they put up glass around uh, around the desks and stuff. Are you able to use those funds for to offset costs of things like that? We we used all the cares because we had the cares the money CARES that Act. came through through the Trump administration. Yes. So uh, the sheriff's office put up their glass uh, plexiglass. The the uh, clerk's office did so all, a lot of those funds were allocated from the cares money so and uh w- were there a lot of differences between the cares money and the arpa money yes a lot of a lot of differences yes, it was uh the cares money was much easier to deal with we we you know it was it was handled on a state level so i you know I, we i work with the department for local government at the state level all the time so they were the facilitators over that money and and were very easy you know i mean i could pick up the call the phone and call billy you know it's like okay you know you know can i do this or that and in fact with that i spent many many hours going through invoices and things from all the different departments and getting all that together and then uh she called me back and she said this is crazy you got all this stuff she's like you know you know you can use it for these other out things and it makes it so much easier so i went back and redid everything anyway and you mentioned the loss of revenue earlier. Well, like, what are some ways that the county may have lost revenue through the pandemic? Just kind of give people an idea of some of those things that could have caused that. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, when I actually did try to do the formula, uh, and I couldn't find, because one of the, and we would have had because of the taxes and, you know, because people weren't working. You know, obviously, the even some of the businesses, the uh Schneiders and Bruce, I think they were shut down. So, so payroll taxes, payroll, you know, was a okay. big hit. Yeah. So you get your occupational taxes and things of that. So that we we did lose revenue. So don't. The, but the problem was was when when you factor all the things that the treasury made us do, we had also received some really big grants that were federally funded, and that felt that came in. So it it wiped out because we had gotten the grant, so we weren't able to show that. Yeah, that's something, um, I, you know, I, I hadn't really thought about, too. You know, when these when some of these businesses were shut down, especially early on during the pandemic, oh, yeah. uh, you know, those taxes are not coming into local government. And, of course, those taxes that come into local governor, government are what funds the government. That is exactly and what so, funds us. <laughs> so, uh, so them being closed down and none of those taxes coming in, it would cause a loss of revenue and, you know, you know, luckily it seems like, you know, local governments were able to, you know, keep on going and without, uh, without very many cuts or anything like that. So it, it's good to see that. Um, but yeah, I just, I, that's a good point and something I hadn't really thought about either. Kim, you talked early on about the uh, CACO, Kentucky Association of Counties, and how beneficial they've been. Just talk a little bit about the assistance that they provide and what they're able to, to do you know, for you uh, as a county government. Oh, they are phenomenal. Uh, they have um, uh, they have staff members there that are just specifically uh, have worked with us on ARPA. I mean, so we have done, they, they've been extremely informative. They've done webinars, uh, both in the Keiko, um, the Magistrates Association, the Judges Association, all of those state associations have been so beneficial to work with us. Again, uh, Jennifer Burnett with Keiko, she and um, uh, she's got an associate, and I'm sorry, I can't recall her name, but at the top of my head, but they they literally have looked at this and worked with NACO and Treasury and disseminated all of that information and and 
put it in a sense where we can understand it. Because yeah. when you're looking, when you're looking at something from Treasury, I mean, that you're looking at, you know, that's on a broad scale. They're used to bigger communities, bigger cities, and things. We're we're, we're a small county, mm-hmm. and so it's really hard to try to disseminate some of that information. And they've been there and been wonderful advocates to us in helping us decipher that and what we can do and what we can't do, or when we should do it and when we should not. Yeah, and that's something they've had to you pick up on and learn off the cuff, just like you all have had to exactly. learn how to to deal with these regulations. It's something that it is all new to everyone, Zach. And, yeah, and I think it just takes time to to sit down and, and go through the documentation and try to understand what everything means. That final rule is four hundred and thirty-seven pages long. I think we. I we, think I showed you. That yeah, we thought yeah. we thought we might get on here and just kind of go through that and read the read oh the document gosh. this morning. <laughs> we we thought we might split turns. Derek could read a few pages. I read. You could read a few pages and really just really just put all the information out there for the people. The the overview is forty three pages. Just the <laughs> wow. overview. So I mean, it, it's uh, going back to Keiko and Nako, that they've been phenomenal. So and a big help for you know not just our county but I think of all Kentucky counties. Derek, I think if uh, I think if anybody's ha- any, having any trouble sleeping, they might go online and look that look up that four hundred page document and it's, it's, start reading a little bit. Might uh, help some lengthy. insomnia or something. <laughs> Shoot me an email; I'll send it to you. <laughs> Be a large attachment. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the, I don't know if the email servers will hold up to that. Well, Kim uh, and Derek, you got anything else? Uh, I don't think so, uh, Zach. Uh, obviously, this is still out there in terms of the resolution will come yeah. back before the court in february yeah that's an important note it had you know we, we you know the story's out that, but it has not been approved yet uh, you know uh, basically the court just uh this monday kind of gave uh kevin Shear, the county attorney to, to gave, told him to draw something okay. up right and then um so the county will probably unless unless there's a special called meeting uh, the county will probably uh, take that up at their February meeting, which will be the second Monday in February. I don't 14th. know the fourteenth Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. There oh, we go. Boy. <laughs> but uh, so the county will take that up then, most likely, and uh, we'll have a vote on it uh, to give it a final approval, right. or you know they could even they could decline. So uh, nothing is set in stone yet with those with those bonuses, but. Uh, a document is, you know, resolution is being drawn up for the county to either approve or deny. Yeah. So that'll happen uh, most likely next month. So I, I, I think this was good. Uh, I think this was good to have give people some knowledge about what this is. I, I, you know, it's it's very complex, and um, you know, I, I, we wanted to kind of get that information out because it has caused a lot of uh, a lot of questions, a lot of concerns. People aren't sure exactly what's going on. They're not sure. They weren't sure exactly, you know, how this money can even be spent. And so uh, with it being so heavily regulated and very picky on what you can and can't spend it on, uh, it's good to kind of put that information out and let people know that yeah. there's only certain ways it can be spent. We, you know, I'm sure, every, I'm, sure love, I'm sure the magistrates would love to spend it a variety of ways, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but it, it, there's only so much they can do and only certain things they can spend it on. And so, um, you know, in one of the ways it seems like they want to spend it is um, – on these bonuses for county employees. Kim, thank you for coming on this morning. Appreciate you taking a little bit of time to come and share your expertise and knowledge on this. We 
Derek and I, we, we were trying, we did a crash course in it this week, but you know a little bit more about it than uh, we do and really appreciate you coming and sharing that with the people of Russell County. No problem. I appreciate you, you know, inviting me and I'm just like you. I want to, you know, there are a lot of questions. We've received a lot of phone calls at the judge's office as well. So uh, communication is the key. So getting this yeah. out and, and helping people to understand is, is the right way to go. Right. Well, thank, so thank you, so you much, for having Kim. me. Yeah. Derek, as we kind of wrap things up here, uh, invite people to tune in tonight lakers and lady lakers will be on the road at barron county tonight you and jeff hoover will be on the call uh encourage people if you haven't already check out the uh, latest episode of laker sports talk where derek and i uh talk a little bit about laker and lady laker basketball and also have an interview with uh laker swim and dive uh, coach glenda prater and some of the team captains morgan jones ali stevens and uh, dawson hayden they were on there really encourage you to go check that out on the laker sports talk podcast feed other than that, Derek, I believe that's uh, I believe that's all we've got, and uh, really appreciate you all tuning in this morning and listening. This has been all things Russell on Laker Country 1049.